Hello and welcome to Empress Hour with myself, Jada Uzan, and the wonderful Alex Vela. We're both here today. It's the first time in a little bit we've been yeah. together. And it's a party today. We've got the lovely Tim shadowing us. He's Do you new here. Shout into, the, into the mic. Hello. <laughs> that was Tim. <laughs> yeah, we just did an impromptu introducing you with no warning. That's how we roll. <laughs> and if you're new to Empress Hour, each week we have wonderful, inspirational guests coming on to talk about their lives and the careers and their passions. We've also got weekly wisdom with georgie and moon magic with sydney and we're very excited for all of that later on but first alex would you like to introduce today's guest i would love to introduce <laughs> today's guest today's guest is maria dalla cola thank you um <laughs> who moved to the UK from Italy 15 years ago for what was meant to be six months. But after feeling a karmic connection to England, she never left. And here she is with us, luckily. But after 11 years working in media, Maria left the industry a few years ago to become a transformational coach. She set up Empower Coaching, which incorporates mindfulness, quantum physics, and neuro-linguistic programming to help women discover their true power and become conscious creators of their own reality. Well, doesn't that sound lovely? Hello, Maria. Hi. Hi everybody! Thank you Hi. for having me here. Thank it's you so, so cool. much well, for coming so, in. We were so excited. <laughs> yeah, I knew as soon as as soon as we started messaging and you sent me a little bit about yourself, I just knew straight away Jada is going to love this woman. Oh my god! The giant squirrel walking through the net. Sorry, distracted. Yes, I've noticed it too. To be honest, <laughs> did you know? Did you yes. just see the squirrel? Yes. I thought it was a rat for a second. <laughs> it was not. It was a squirrel. But anyway, yes, Alex is right. When she messaged me and she was like, "Jada, you're gonna love this guest," I immediately was like, oh, "Yes." Thank you, guys. I love you too. Yeah. I'm, I'm very, very honoured to be here with you. We're honoured. It's, it's so honored. exciting. Absolutely. And there's so much to unpack today. And a woman's rule. Uh, sorry, Tim. Women and Tim rule. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so let's start with a little bit about you. Do you want to introduce yourself first? Yeah, um, well, you pr- pretty much said everything. I moved here 15 years ago. Um, I was planning to stay six months, but I loved it. I loved it from the very first day. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a um, it's, it's a, a like, genuine question. It's a bit like love at first sight. It's like when you meet somebody and it's meant for you. And I think this country was just meant for yeah. me. I just feel very comfortable. Oh, that's even amazing. though I was in just love one that. room in a horrible council flat, to be honest with you. But oh. I, I just loved it. I felt uh, an affinity for it. It's interesting. So I mean, Jada has a point. I think a lot of people who live in the UK or live in England probably thinking. What do you mean? You felt yeah, I'm, I'm the voice of every place. British person. Yeah, if a I'm, lot of if I went ask to, me, I have to say that's me. If I went to Italy on a holiday, I probably wouldn't wouldn't want to come back. The sun and the, the sea food. and the food. Oh my god, the food. E- oh. Yes, but you have a beautiful country and lovely people, very open minded, lots of opportunities. And it's very green. It's got beauty in it. Mm-hmm. And yes, it might mm-hmm. not be, you know, as sunny or it's as warm. Cold. And I don't get me it's wrong, so I complain cold. about the weather all the time. Well, because you're a true yeah. British lady and now. And as you can tell, <laughs> I am the, the, guy, the person actually more most dressed today here. But yeah. uh, <laughs> Not that we're all naked. Just <laughs> no, no, of course not. Sorry, guys. My, uh, my new angels are starting here. It's okay. Let them wonder. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah it's just beautiful so I loved it I loved it straight away and uh, yeah oh, we love that a little bit of British positivity yes and I'm British too now by the way yeah, yeah. of course of course a British lady Cute living it. in Britain she's a British now when you go to Italy you're now the British lady yeah yeah, yeah. well <laughs> my, my fellow Italians say I speak perfect English with actually a perfect you English do. accent no you do speak perfect English you Stop. did you and what does that even mean perfect English you? yeah what I, is yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> Did you know any English before you came? No, I didn't. So everything was just from scratch as soon as you yes, moved here? Yes, it was everything from scratch, which wow. connects to where I am today, because I think when it's meant to be, you, you know, you're going to get there, and it's happening, and it will happen, and everything falls into place. And to be honest, I had massive challenges from not speaking the language to, you know, having to work in restaurants and Zara and, the you know, the crappiest the shops. And... But everything mm. just was perfect. It was meant to be. I was meant to be here and live my life here. So, yeah, Do you still right. have the Zara employee discount? Unfortunately not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Main takeaway from that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so when you arrived, you were working in media. Yes. And you were in that industry for 11 years. That's right. So it must be quite a big deal to have left that industry. What led you to that point? Mm. Yeah, well, um, I I didn't have that love anymore. I, I wasn't excited about going to work in the morning. And I realized, I mean, it was obvious to me that I was doing it just for the money. I was making mm-hmm. good money. And it was good fun. I met amazing people that are still my friends. And, and for that, I'm grateful. I'm still grateful for the 11 years in media. But I just, it wasn't for me. And during those years anyway, I had also, from a personal point of view, I had a spiritual Uh, journey and you know I was discovering a lot more about myself I was going within Mm. um, and learning a few things that probably I already knew but I I didn't have that awareness and that consciousness and then three and three years ago yeah three years ago now uh, my father passed that for me was a massive turning point Um, it was at the same time um, as I was returning from a spiritual trip to Egypt at the same time as my, my father passed. So it was like a massive like connection of wow. things that happened. Mm. And I just it made me just recalibrate everything. And I just thought I need, I need to have a bit of a check about my life because mm. that is not my core. What I'm doing is not what makes me happy. And at the end of the day, even if you don't have that much money or you don't make as much money, what? what takes the boxes and mm. what you know lights up your heart is what matters so yeah. that's when I I made my change and yeah oh, I started so beautiful oh thank, thank you yeah. and that's when I started studying uh, neurolinguistic programming mm-hmm. um, which is a branch of psychotherapy and at the same time I got massively into quantum physics um, which I absolutely adore and um and obviously before I started um, practicing mindfulness. So I, mm. I had already that kind of basic mm-hmm. understanding of mindfulness. So when I started working, and I work ma- the majority of the times with women, I kind of combine the three elements because I think they, they go very well hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I mean, that sounds like yeah, a massive turning point in your life yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. And I guess, you know, it, those kind of things really make you realize how short life is and I think re- make you reevaluate the meaning of, of your life and the purpose of what you're doing every day. Yeah. For sure. It's yeah. usually, don't they say, it's like a major life 
moment or point like when a major life event happens that people mm. sort of unlock their spirituality and awaken I think that is definitely one of the most common ways um, I think there's definitely we all awake to a certain degree and um, it's not like somebody's less or, or more but mm. you know we're all in that journey anyway and sometimes when you are in a stage of this awakening and something that you know mm. like that happens that will obviously give it a bit of a push definitely. can i just ask just to give clarity to like our listeners what do we mean by awake and spiritual awakening because obviously mm. this is i would say a, a spiritual <laughs> show but these are terms that i just want to reiterate to people that don't know what mm. that means like what is spiritual awakening or what does it mean to you because i know everyone has a different for me is a higher level of consciousness and awareness and the reason really a end point it can go on and on until the end mm. of our days and you know there is an a goal and i think it's about understanding that we are not just these physical things that go around and go to tesco's and you know go to work and drink a coffee that's exactly what we are <laughs> well, that's how i live my day to day drink my coffee but go i do to the Tesco same i do the same but there is so much more to us and, yeah. and it's getting that awareness and you know being able to feel things that mm-hmm. go beyond what we see here or touch or yeah. you know smell and have that connection yeah. with our unconscious mind with our feelings and with you know a word that is beyond whatever you believe in it or not mm. um, that for me is awakening yeah i would i would well co- said. i would say presence as well and uh, and going beyond ego i think those, that's what i associate what, with awakening yes yes yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the the ego is a big one, you know. Yeah. I agree with that hundred percent. The ego is definitely a massive one. It's yeah. a daily mm. challenge, isn't it? It's almost I, I don't know how I'd describe that. Not separating yourself from your ego, but being aware of what what it means. Because I think when people hear the word ego, they think big headed. Yeah, and that's got not big what, ego. Yeah. But that's not that's not what we're meaning by that when we're talking. I think you know, in, in certain contexts, that is what it means. But in this kind of spiritual sense, I guess mm. we're meaning uh, being trapped in the past or the future and not being here now and uh, mm, yeah I'd yeah so as well but I also mean, I, I would recommend the ego is also about like for example if we say oh I'm more you know I'm, I'm more awake than you mm. or I'm more conscious than you or there you know that, you is, yeah. that is already an ego or like you know or you're not you're not there yet or I need to do more is that judgmental uh-huh. part that is the ego because yeah. actually our spiritual selves is not judgmental at all it's all yeah. loving and accepting and that is our true self yeah and I guess it's that the key is actually that I at the beginning is that kind of separate entity that is like the I is the ego when that, oh, that's, you took the words out of my mouth I was just mm. thinking of I is the ego mm. it's like separating oh. from that because it's very like 3D it's about the realm that we're in and I think separating or being aware of yourself outside of your ego is like being aware that there's there's more than this physical sort of world that mm. we're yeah that our physical bodies are in and we're not separated from it we are part of it it's yeah. like we all yeah. we all yeah. part of the same it's like when people say we need to look after nature or i love being in nature and i think like, but we are nature like we're part of nature you know like when we're talking about came for the environment i think but we're also the environment you know like we are so we i think we try and disconnect ourselves from the animal world from nature well you know in in quotation marks from nature and greenery mm. and all that stuff but that is it's we're 
linked to all that. It's a main spiritual yeah. practice, isn't it? That we are all one. And the more sort of spiritual, spiritually enlightened you get, like a lot of people say, you just feel connected to the earth. Mm. You feel even like if you touch a tree, like you'll feel connected to it. And I think people mimic tree huggers what they call tree huggers but it really I am is a massive tree I've, yeah, I've been yeah. called tree hugger before that's just it I feel like it's about being in tune with your surroundings and mm. caring for it like I've been reading this stuff up on plants recently because I'm growing an avocado plant and I read the craziest well I shouldn't say crazy but I've read things I'm not sure if they're true maybe you might okay. know but about how plants communicate mm. and how if you put two plants next to each other and they don't get along then they'll fight Oh, 100%. Right. Oh, my God. Is this it's, is this true? Well, yeah. They won't fight, but you see them, one of them suffering. Yeah. And actually, you should talk to your plants. I, yeah, I started talking the, to it. There's been a study, right, yes. that there were two plants in the same conditions. One of them, the same person, right, goes up to it and gives it loving affirmations, saying, like, oh, I love you, you're beautiful. I've been like, doing that to my avocado. Yeah, my you're, baby. You're doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> then the other one went up to it and was hateful towards it. And the one that he gave love to grew better. The Aww. other one, like, didn't do as well or died. I can't remember exactly. But it was proven that if you're, if wow. you give love, if you give that energy to something, even a plant, it grows better, which is kind of amazing. Yeah. That is, yeah. Take care of your plants, people. Yeah. And one thing I've been avoiding doing, because I eat avocado like every day, and I went to eat avocado toast in front of my avocado plant, but then I got up and I moved away because I was like, this, this feels wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it felt you so nice feeling. I know, no, literally. That's hilarious. Um, okay, yeah, Maria, let's get on. back on track. So <laughs> yes. you then, you left media and you started Empower Coaching. That's right. Can you talk to us a little bit about Empower Coaching? What's the concept? The coaching is about helping other women uh, going through what I've been going through basically and is you know I've I've realized speaking with other coaches as well that you know y- you do this type of job when you've gone through that kind of thing and you know it's, it's your personal experience as well as your personal journey and growth that you pour into somebody else so it's helping others going through those hurdles and you know a lot a lot of my job part of my job is um, for example helping women going beyond their limiting beliefs negative emotions that hold them back Uh, and we have loads of them we all have and is you know it's just unlocking that power that we have inside to create the life we want and of course for those who are open to it quantum physics um, comes into play and then you know working with energy and how how do you make a difference to reality and how you can change reality with your thoughts and, and your emotions and how do you achieve that so that's that's what I do can I live with you <laughs> come please because <laughs> I just Why? I feel like you're the type of person that I love avocados as well around. there we go <laughs> <laughs> no honestly I just I think that's so amazing what you do and, and the leap from from the 11 years you spent in media to this sort of sp- I'd say it's a spiritual job it's a spiritual journey because you're taking the things that you've been through and you're applying it to your work so yeah. it's like putting yourself and your experiences almost into into yeah. your art it's it's a lot there is a lot of love in it and and that's what I like about it while before I didn't have any of it and um and also, when I receive a message from my client saying, oh, my God, thank you so much for today. I've, uh, you know, I feel this way or, you know, that was amazing. For me, that just is worth it. That, that is just for me is my day done. Yeah. Um, I'm happy. Yeah. Because, you know, we're all human beings and this work could be so much better if we were all a bit more kind to 
to ourselves first and then to others. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, if you can change one, you can change a million. So, yeah. Amen. Amen. Wow, my voice just cracked that. A bit like, <laughs> Alex is going to cry again. Every week, tears. I never cry. Yes. <laughs> oh. I cried like once, please. <laughs> um, oh, so, <laughs> you were saying that these are kind of based on your experiences and also Empower Coaching is particularly for women. Yeah. So, what what is the reason for it being for women? Okay, well... I, I know I, I don't want to sound like I'm making you know discrimination here and it's not because whenever I have male clients obviously I'm helping him and um, them as much as I do with women but there's something about us that we just it's easier for us to connect with our inner self for some reason and I think it's it's got something to do with the fact that we were made to carry life and you know we just I don't know we have that extra sensory capabilities than than men and I just and also because I love women I love and I'm a straight by the way I'm straight just so you know but uh, I love women and um, it's just they're fantastic they're fantastic they inspire me and I'm inspired constantly by women and and also because I don't think that we still haven't got our voice back and you know we've gone through millions oh. of years of yeah, being when he said back, I was gonna say, what do you mean by back? But you just said it then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's still not you know equal. It's still we are. It, I mean, in Italian, in my language, they call women the weaker gender because we're weaker. Weaker. What do you mean they they call you the weaker gender? That, that's that's a way uh, of saying to say a woman the weaker gender. That's that mm, is the, I, the I, English I, translation of how Italians call. Ladies, oh, really? Wow. Yes. As in, what's the, what's it in Italian? Um, sesso debole. Oh wow! Okay, literally the weaker gender. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's and you wow, know, eye opening. Or like you know, you go somewhere and like, oh, it's we hot. Are you sure you can do this? Yeah. Or I ride bikes. Oh, it's, are you sure that is it not too heavy mm, for you? Yeah. You know what? It's, it's, I think you, you made a lot of interesting points there in terms of it's obviously such a long way to go. And something that you touched on was women might be more in tune with these things because we're able to give life. And I think that's a, an interesting way of looking at it. Like even the word mother nature with mother put in front of nature yeah. Yeah. because women are like, they, they bear life. Yeah. And one thing that I've always struggled with is like, sort of accepting that there are differences between men and women because I've always believed in equality and I'm like no anything one gender can do both can do and it's not about women are better at this or men are better at that but actually there are studies on the male brain and the female brain and their biological differences and they do have biological differences yeah Mm. um but how would you say then that this applies to your coaching so you, you just coach women now or do you no do you i do i i coach um both genders mm. uh, for some reason well not for some reason for for a reason actually for a specific reason i get a lot of female clients mm. and you so know, less that's men probably what i you. attract as well yeah. because you attract the clients that are meant for you mm-hmm. um i have a few male clients but the majority are ladies mm. and uh, yeah i mean i i obviously 
work with men as well mm-hmm. I work in a different way because as you say they are different and yeah. I'm not saying they are any less or more I think we are definitely equal but we are but different, different. Yeah. and th- you know it's how do we work together to make you know this world a better place and you know where you know one brings something that the other doesn't have mm-hmm. that would be ideal mm. so can you talk to us a little bit about the type of coaching that you do because you mentioned quantum physics and <laughs> I've, I've been trying to not to like jump out of my chair because it's something <laughs> that I've always been interested to get into I just love it can you give us a breakdown of what it is and so then quantum physics is the scientific term for what is called by like the majority of people law of attraction okay it's working with energy it Mm. is based on the concept that everything in this world is energy and the reality that we see every day is energy and everything is different depending on who is looking at it okay so scientifically um any object is different depending on who is looking like mm. the way for example now we're sitting in this room the way we're seeing this room and the reality around us is different because we are completely different so it's how do you use your energy to to change the reality around you and also the idea is for example if you are imagining yourself in a certain way or achieving a certain things if you can think it that means that that exists on a different dimension. So it's based also on the fact that because everything is energy, is a field of possibilities. And if there is that possibility, how do you bridge that gap between your current self mm-hmm. in this current reality to that ideal self, which already exists in the field, in the quantum field, and you you know you you bridge that gap and you collapse that timeline between you and the other self right. and achieve what you're trying to achieve i know this no, is going I, a I bit i love it no, no it's going a bit because it makes it seem possible like it makes it seem possible for you to to become who you want to be and like as you said i think you've all, everyone's already kind of thought about who they want to be yeah and it's making it seem achievable and if you if you if you can see who you want to be that means that that is already meant for you that is already there it already exists i find it's very interesting so it's essentially the idea that if you think it is real if you think it it already exists and it's like bridging that gap making it like literally pulling it down from the ethers like it exists somewhere because it's coming to your brain yes and also because your thoughts are energy everything we do and we are is energy so if you start thinking about something and it's like a frequency a radio frequency and you know whenever you you think of something you put in that frequency into you know Mm -hmm. the the field into the universe so it's just like you are creating something with that frequency Mm -hmm. with that energy and Mm -hmm. the more you do it the more you attract it yeah and make it happen the things i think there's also something that i think a lot of people might be thinking at home if they're listening to this is that it's all well and good saying I'm going to speak it and then it's going to happen but you also have to do stuff to make that happen oh 100% it's hard work yes. yeah it's not just being like oh I'm going to be this and then then that leaving it there you have yeah. to put ac- it into, into action yes and it's a daily work and there are specific techniques which are the ones obviously I'm wor- I work with with my clients when 
when obviously they they're trying to achieve something like that and they believe in it because first of all you've got to believe in it mm-hmm. um but uh, that's key like we just glance over that but that's key you've got to believe in <laughs> yeah. it yes otherwise obviously it's, it's just not possible but mm-hmm. um yeah it's it's our work it's 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 a daily exercise that you have to to practice in order to achieve it but it's possible it's absolutely real and mm-hmm. you know it's it's not woo woo it's science yeah. even einstein was saying it yeah. this is not yeah. new you know yeah. and yeah so we, we want to go into these techniques but um <laughs> because we need to get there too <laughs> um, but before we do that we might go to the song and the ads half past ads and you've chosen a song yes. so do you want to introduce it and why you've chosen it so it's um because we actually had a bit of a uh, a shuffle, a, a shuffle around the songs. Yeah, we're now doing "It's Next to Me" by Imagine Dragons. Do you have a reason for choosing that one? I, love I mean, them. I really like that song, and um, yeah, it's just good memories, and it's a lovely song. Okay, what are these? Can you give us a glimpse of the good memories? Oh, it's somebody very close to me that you know. It's uh, we fight and but and we hate each other, but we love each other. We hate each other and we love each other. <laughs> one of them. <laughs> one of them. <laughs> so yeah, here you go. Lovely. Let's do it. Riverside Radio. Welcome back to Empress Hour on Riverside Radio with myself, Alex Vella, and the beautiful Jada Azun. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and we are joined by Mar- Maria Della Colla. I, I can't help, I just love it saying it. I want to say it again and again. I should I say it. again? Yeah, that was Please all. Do Maria Della Colla. I love it. Um, <laughs> from Empower, and she's here talking to us about transformational coaching, which has been very enlightening and beautiful to listen to, really. And um, before the break, we had a little snippet of you t- telling us about the techniques that you use in your coaching. Okay. So I think we want to go into that. We'll go into the specifics. I don't yeah. know how you do what you do. Yeah. <laughs> we do details. Are we talking about the manifesting or are we talking about... I mean, we're talking about it all. We, go, we yeah. haven't even actually start. I mean, do we have like 24 hours? Oh, oh I'll tell you what. More like 24 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> let's start with a little bit, I guess, of what we were talking in the break, which I'm assuming is is your foundation of how you do... The manifesting. Yeah, exactly. Like, she loves that. She loves yeah, it. Yeah, we want to break it down. Like, what, what's your, what's so your thoughts on what that? What we were talking during the break, mm-hmm. which I think is very important and people forget when they're trying to manifest in what they want is that you know the mind doesn't understand the negative the mind doesn't understand that i do not want so say for example if you want a wonderful relationship if you focus on a daily basis on i do not want to be single the mind will not understand that and will continue to basically send out the frequency of i want to be single okay so if you focus on the lacking of something that's what you're gonna manifest mm. in your life yeah i mean it kind of makes perfect sense doesn't it yeah it's, it's yeah. a bit like uh, i was telling her earlier if you th- if you say to somebody don't think of an a blue elephant that's mm-hmm. the thing that we're all thinking at the moment because the mind doesn't understand the don't to do this mm-hmm. or don't want that so don't focus is the shift from i do not want this to i'm actually seeing this beautiful relationship i'm actually seeing this wonderful thing i want to manifest in my life and how can i spend as long as i can on a daily basis just closing my eyes and seeing it in the you know in the most detail 
possible way mm. in your mind feeling because when it. you see it in your mind then you start is when you start feeling it with your emotions because mm. obviously the mind doesn't doesn't know also the difference between what's imagined and what's real yeah so, so that's the energy we're giving out as well right so our imagination is a powerful powerful mm. tool so working with that closing our eyes and imagining what we want to achieve on a daily basis will produce in our body the feelings beautiful feelings of love of joy of contentment or whatever we're trying to achieve and that is where the energy starts coming out of our body and get into the universe and that's when things will start happening so that's yeah I think you that explained that really beautifully oh thank you just to add to it a little bit because I think well, you were looking at it from a way that I'd never seen it before in terms of don't say what you don't want because the mind doesn't understand that but a lot of what I've heard before is don't be in the energy of wanting either because when you say you want something want something you desire something you're pu- you're putting yourself in that space you're pushing it further away from you because you're always going to remain wanting it so mm. you, t- you you mentioned it well in terms of being in the energy now like yeah. almost act and feel mm, like and vision I am that, that you, already yeah you have it already and then you vibrate at that frequency and you attract it to you yeah I know what you mean and I think that is part of in everything you know when you when you want it want it want it want it want it like that it's quite strong you say it's quite forceful mm. and you can't be forceful with these things there is a limit you can create in your mind and you can align your feelings with it but then you got to surrender it to the universe you got to let go in a way of that holding on to this desire because sometimes you might not get straight away what you want because in fact the universe will give you what you actually are meant to get which is 100 percent better than what you initially thought of Mm -hmm. so it's that trust in the universe there is a beautiful quote that says the universe doesn't want you to work harder it wants you to believe more Mm. and trust it and that is where you uh, that is the hard part because there is a moment where you've mm-hmm. got to let go of that desire and sometimes it's really hard to let go of a desire of something that you really want and just believe and leave it in the hands of the universe and say okay I'm, I'm doing my job I've done all I can I am aligning my energy and my thoughts and my feelings with that end point but other than that I leave it to you mm-hmm. oh you know what that's something that I've always found really I have a love-hate relationship with it. I think we were talking a bit about this earlier, but there's some things that seem to manifest easily, right? And others, it's just frustration because, you again, you want something or you're trying to manifest it and it's not coming about and it's like being patient with it. But I was wondering if either of you have an example of something that you've manifested and that might reassure people that actually, like, it's real. I think, like, if, if while you think about it, I'll share mine. Go on, Jay. Yeah, go for it. Was when I was young before I was so in my head about how things would happen right one thing that I always wanted was to be a presenter since like the age of eight nine and I didn't know what sort of actionable things I needed to do to do at that time but I just knew that I wanted to like present and do something while I was young though I wanted to start as a teenager and represent youth voice and then that happened for me but I didn't know what steps needed to happen, but I trusted that it would happen and it happened. And it felt like a miracle when it did happen. But now 
the more I stress about how I'm gonna do it or what actions I need to take or like hold on to it really tightly, I find that it's not quite happening. Yeah. So yeah. is there is there holding on that yeah, it's, yeah. it's making it harder? And I guess from what I've seen is when we are children, it's much easier because we Precisely, are so yeah. less conditioned, less stressed, less, you know, living a life running around. I've been constantly like, oh, thinking, oh, what, what's next? What I'm going to do? And I need to get and park the car and I need to do this and pay the bill. You know, we're constantly like in what we call in mindfulness autopilot. We forget we are creative beings, spiritual creative beings, magical. And we are, we are into this material world 24-7. So it's, we have forgotten how, where we come from, which is, that baby, that kid, the younger girl that had that feeling, you had it in you mm-hmm. and you had that call. You had no idea how to do it. No clue. <laughs> but you believed it. Yeah. Y- you know, because you were still not into that 24-7 like autopilot mode. We just had hope back then. I don't know. I feel like when I was a kid, everything was shinier and I just believed in fairies and magic and I just, I don't know. We need to go back to that. We need to go back <laughs> to it. And I'm really trying to get in touch with that more now because I think a part of me has become a bit too much of a realist where I'm getting more stuck but it's not nice interesting to use the word realist when we've just been talking about, yeah, about creating reality. Your own reality. Exist. Yeah. It's true. But it's in a way, it's about being a little bit delusional of just believing something's going to happen and just trusting that feeling and then watching it happen. But it's right? not delusional. That is. That well, is, yeah. That is exactly. That, that can be reality. Yeah. You know, it's, it it's not separating magic and, and real. <sighs> I, love, I love just listening to you. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm in a bit of a trance over here. Um, <laughs> okay. Thank so we've you. talked a little bit about quantum physics. We also want to go into, we've still got neurolinguistic programming, yeah. we've got hypnotherapy, and we've got mindfulness. Oh, oh can you hypnotize me on the radio? Where are we going to go next? Okay, Should, we go okay. hypno- <laughs> Should we go no, to hypnotherapy? Don't. Please don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm really intrigued. Of it. <laughs> I'm yes. very intrigued by hypnotherapy because okay. I'm not entirely sure what it is because I think I don't know if other people are imagining this. I'm imagining someone with like a, a little some thing. a watch thing in front of I'm your face. I'm imagining Darren Brown just like oh uh, yeah, that's well, another one. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of neurolinguistic programming as well. Okay, yeah, let's go into oh, all that. So are they linked okay. then? We'll, yeah, we'll let you tell us. So um, hypnotherapy is nothing other than a very um, deep form of relaxation okay? okay when you're very relaxed the more you relax the more your brain waves slow down so you get to what we call a stage where you're almost falling asleep basically that's where the door the channel between your conscious mind and your unconscious which is 90 percent of our brain and that's where the magic happens is more open mm-hmm. when you're about to fall asleep Mm-hmm. That's where we could pass some messages to your unconscious mind, which will help you achieving what you're trying to achieve or overcome a problem. Okay, so that's how we use or I use hypnotherapy. So you can use it, for example, to um, finish a job that you've done. Like, for example, we let go of some negative emotions and or limiting beliefs. Well, mm-hmm. we'll we'll do some you know hypnotherapy. Well, we'll you know we'll put the foundation onto like the opposite of the negative belief like not good enough you are absolutely amazing and you can do whatever wow. you want it's like a superpower but we'll do with this like everything. hypnotic voice which i have to say apparently my accent helps um and acquire lower it's quite relaxing is it oh, yeah that's good that's good good to hear <laughs> a lower voice um and specific type of language 
you get to basically get the person relaxed and that's hypnotherapy. Neurolinguistic programming, as I was saying, comes from uh, psychotherapy and it was based and it was uh, founded in the 70s, um, just modeling uh, a therapist back then and is the use of language to loosen up problems still again in the unconscious mind because that's that's where things happen mm -hmm. so that's neurolinguistic uh, programming and mindfulness mindfulness is amazing mindfulness is going back to the present moment as you were saying alex earlier is being present mm -hmm. right here right now because the past doesn't exist anymore the future doesn't exist yet and the now is all we have and if we slow down a little bit then is when we can start feeling and hearing our own feelings and, and seeing things that we would miss. And we always miss during the day because we're constantly in autopilot running mm. around thinking, what's the next thing I have to do? But if you slow down and learn how to sit with how you feel, mm. whether you feel good, that's good. If you feel bad, you have to sit comfortably with that. And it's just amazing. I think a lot of this is actually really quite difficult in practice maybe to do because I think I know that I do and I know other people who do we rely on the fact of we've got something else coming up that we need to do yeah that gives us purpose like, okay I get this done then I get another thing done then I get another thing done and it's quite a lot to accept that actually that's not going to make you happy and that was not going to bring you joy I think there's between joy and happiness it's not going to bring you joy doing that and you're not going to find inner peace by doing that at all if you're constantly chasing something else yeah and to be able to just sit it's quite it can be quite scary at first I think oh it is definitely mm. especially when it comes to and that's when it's most effective by the way uh, when it comes to negative things because you know we we if you feel, for example, the missing of a person that you lost and, you know, you're trying, naturally, we, we as human beings try to escape it. You know, we don't want to think about it. We don't want to talk about it. Um, you know, you're missing somebody, you think, oh, I'll, I'll think of something else. I'll do this or I'll do that. I'll put the dishes away. But actually, that will just not, you know, that's, that doesn't heal it. That doesn't make it any better. You're just trying to escape running from something that you will never be able to escape anyway. Well, if, if you just sit down with that feeling of missing that person and just being comfortable and learn how to be comfortable with that negative feeling, it's just, yes, it is hard and it is painful, but in a way, it just, it gets better. And you, I don't know, it's just a welcoming. It's... I understand that you take the power away from the negative emotion yeah instead of being it. overwhelming you just say okay welcome you know if you know mm -hmm. a lot of my clients come to me and say I've you know I've got panic attacks or I've got massive anxiety when I do this or I speak in public or you know anything you just just welcome it because if mm -hmm. you welcome it, it it loses the power of controlling you and it's just part of you that's just oh you gosh. know it's, that's how I, I I don't reckon I don't know I'm not a doctor but that's how I handled my OCD growing up I don't know if that's the right way to handle it but you yeah, just you welcome it welcomed it I accepted it as, yeah as a passing friend almost yeah not Took totally power totally yeah. and sometimes I actually ask my clients to name their bad feelings and mm. give them a name so that the next time they turn up you just say hello. I've, oh my wow. I, a therapist once asked me to do that and I had like this whole art project. I had 
<laughs> this is when I was at university, and I literally had this uh, a, a kind of A3 paper, and it was like a theatre, right? And there were all these like different chairs with different people on it, and I drew the people <laughs> and gave them names and for the emotions and like experiences and feelings and stuff. Um, yeah, my friend saw it and she was like, "Are you doing an art project?" I was like, "No, it's my therapy." <laughs> <laughs> my feelings <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah no that's so sweet <laughs> that was quite revealing that's awesome um, okay well, I mean that was really lovely to listen to you again I, I, I feel like I'm I'm here and even though we're talking I feel like I'm in kind of this wonderful aura of uh, just relaxation and I think we're being hypnotised I actually do feel like I'm being slightly <laughs> hypnotised I kind of lost my train of thought entirely <laughs> um, but I did want to ask about your clients and what they what they find the most useful technique or what they've taken you think what what specific piece of advice you think has helped them the most in general okay I think the tech, in terms of technique I think my, the majority of my clients love the uh, timeline therapy, which is part of neurolinguistics. I was going to ask about that next. Okay, I'm so glad yeah. that you're talking about it. It's, I mean, timeline th- therapy is great. Um, it was, um, um, it was founded by Tad James, this American guy, uh, back again. I think in the '80s he started uh, using timeline therapy, and it's, it's a very effective way of using your unconscious mind. Uh, to let go of negative emotions. So we're talking about fear, sadness. We're talking about the major ones. Sadness. Low vibrational energies. Anger. Sure. Things that really, really affect, uh, you know, our daily being. Um, and also limiting beliefs. My clients love that. The ones that are more open to start working with the unconscious mind. Some others need a bit more, like, guidance in terms of okay let's let's close your eyes and get into your unconscious that's you know is a is the first step to get there but that's probably the technique that they love the most in terms of um what was the other what was it the other thing that you said a piece of advice a piece of advice i think just you know just sit with it i think it's uh, the piece of advice they love the most is probably just learning to accepting accepting themselves and love themselves and just Mm -hmm. be with the emotion they have at that moment and just be okay with it because anything is okay you know if 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 you're sad you're sad and and that's completely okay and if you miss somebody you miss somebody um and if you're happy that's you know you're happy and just not force something onto that or force it away or trying to close the emotion um, away. I think what it is, a lot of people might go into therapy with the fear that they might have to change something. And it sounds like what you do is quite empowering because you just reassure people that all they need to do is accept. Yeah. Rather than necessarily change how they're feeling. Yeah, no, totally. And it's, mm. it's loving. It's, it's a form of love to themselves. And I think whoever goes to therapy, coaching, anything, that is a form of love because that's clearly you're trying to improve yourself. You, you know, you recognize that you might need some help. And I add it. Everybody has it. And I think it's, it's a really good thing that you try to, you know, get better. Mm. And it's, um, yeah. And what do you think you've learnt from your clients? Is there something that you didn't expect to learn that you've learnt? Oh, goodness. Hmm, that's, that's a good one. Good. Has, it, has they a, ever taught you anything? 
I learn from my clients every time and I I have to say I just is the con- the human connection is the most precious thing um I you know it's it's just great there are some of my clients that are absolutely fantastic women that I I'm actually inspired by them and their bravery in going through certain things and traumatic experience because they want to heal they want to get better so that's you know probably the key thing I've learned from them is you know having the courage to look into your downfalls mm-hmm. to get better to be better very well said you've got such an eloquent relaxing beautiful way of speaking oh, thank you. and saying things thank you yeah. It's true. Um, so we're coming towards the end of our hour. Is there something that you haven't said that you want to say? Oh, goodness. <laughs> You're on the spot there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know. I just... Um, I would probably say, and this is completely like making it up now as I'm channeling it from, from you mm-hmm. know, the energy. It's about taking responsibility and you know being a cause rather than effect that is a massive shift that we need to make as human Ooh, beings that is good yeah you go <laughs> we're really going into it now you know and yeah being being like not being the victim shift their back take responsibility that's when things will happen oh can we say that again be the cause not the effect beat their cause and there we go we've got our affirmation oh, I know done for us <laughs> we <laughs> had um, another, another one as well one. Though, actually. do yeah. you remember the, the yeah. other affirmation that yeah that do you want me to do that yeah might as well go and share so the affirmation was whatever you're seeking is seeking you mm. yeah beautiful there we go I don't have to do my job today <laughs> look <Love> at it <laughs> <laughs> and okay so can we please get some promotion out here? What is your Instagram? What is your website? Oh, marvellous. It's empowercoaching.co.uk and my Insta is the underscore empowercoaching. Lovely. Yeah. And you can also find her through our Empress Hour Instagram if you if you forget. Uh-huh, which is at, at Empress Hour. There we go. At Empress Hour and at This Is Riverside. Let's just get them all there. Yes. <laughs> um, thank you so, so thank much, you Maria. Thank, thank you. you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Anytime. It's been a pleasure, a privilege, an honour. So wonderful. Thank Likewise. you. Okay. We're still here. Yes. (laughs) We only went for a second. (laughs) And this music means it is time for our boom magic. Time for magic. Slow things down. (laughs) And uh, we're going to get the lovely Tim to read it out for us. Now, Tim, (laughs) one minute. We have to clue you up. Now, what you need to do is you need to soften your voice and slow the pace. Just quickly, what is Give it your best. It's our astrology corner, babes. Do we, shall we, inter- Tim, do you want to introduce yourself first? Who Hello. are you? Yeah, who are you? What are you doing here? You're a man. Hello, I'm joking. I am a man <laughs> and I am Tim. Um, yeah, no, we are I inclusive am, here. I'm just shadowing these lovely girls um, to see how it works at Riverside Radio. I've got a show hopefully coming up this following week. Um, but yeah, just trying to see, see Stay how it tuned. all works. Yeah, exactly. Um, and um, yeah, so just... And just, what time will your show be? What day? You're putting me on the spot now. I, 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 <laughs> I forget my name as you speak. Um, <laughs> 
time. I am on Wednesday, um, six to seven. Yes, I think. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. That. Six or seven. And what is the show, please, Tim? Um, it's a film and television show um, about what you guys are watching. So it's good. It's called What oh. the Southwest Are Watching. Oh, I didn't know that. That's fun. Yeah. Film so, and TV. Yeah, whatever you guys okay. are watching, cinema-wise, TV-wise, that's what we'll be discussing. I watch TV all day, every day. Well, exactly. Sending so my suggestions everyone. over. So hopefully I'll have something to talk about, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> we hope, anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, should we go into astrology? Yeah, let's go Are into you ready astrology? for okay. some moon magic? Fantastic. Courtesy of Sydney Peterson. Thank you very much. Thank you, Sydney. Right. Um, so, hap- happy magical 11th. I'm guessing that's the day today. Um, <laughs> it is. <laughs> all planets remain direct for another three weeks, so whatever comes to an end right now is meant to fall out of your life. Retrograde season starts April 29th. Use this time to get yourself together. This is the last time of the year that all the planets will be direct. And then we have, okay, April 12th. So tomorrow is a big day. Jupiter. Big day. Big day. It's a big day. (laughs) Jupiter, a big planet for a big day. So Jupiter, the planet of luck and abundance and expansion, is going to be meeting up with Neptune, the planet of dreams and our intuition. It is our manifestation portal and possibly the luckiest day of the year. There are no limits or boundaries to your biggest dreams tomorrow. It's a big one. So make the most of tomorrow, guys. And uh, that is moon magic from myself. Yes, go on, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Radio um, it wasn't my first time, oh, but my first time he's done a bit. in many years. So okay. It was pretty oh. good. Yeah. Well, welcome back. <laughs> when I was shadowing Lexi, she did the same thing to me. She was just like, put your headphones on, you're coming on the show. Just talking to me about houses is quite nerve-wracking. The first time I went on the radio, Jason did the same thing, um, except... I didn't know that I had to put the mic up. So oh I, the music stopped. I started talking, but no one could hear me. There was just a oh silence. No. <laughs> and then Jason came running into the room and was like, have you talked? So I was like, no, I'm talking. <laughs> he was oh. like, the mic's not on, honey. <laughs> so there we go. You, oh, yeah. you you've nailed, already, nailed already beaten us. <laughs> yeah, and we're excited for something. Tomorrow's meant to be a really like powerfully energetically charged day like it's just a lucky day tomorrow i didn't know about this i mean i only knew about it when sydney sent me this yeah i'm quite excited now go guys go check into that and just get your manifestation journals out like do all that (laughs) stuff tomorrow yeah Yeah. tomorrow's the day if you've if you've not done anything so far this year tomorrow's a chance yeah just tomorrow (laughs) only so any other day All um, right. Well, I think that takes us to the end of the show, doesn't it? It does. It do, does. We, do we have any other affirmations or are we affirmation yeah, out? Yeah, we are. Do you want to repeat maybe what you said earlier yes. and then we'll just close with that? The, um, okay, so the seek. affirmation was yeah. whatever you're seeking is seeking you. Thank mm. you. And we'll see you next week, guys, Monday at 7. Amen. I'm actually going to... Sorry, I'm still talking. I was, actually, it was a really lovely outro and I'm still talking. I'm sorry. Um, but I'm going to play a song <gasps> by um, an like old guest. No, I'm going to oh, play something no. by Janethan. Oh, okay, yeah. Who there came on our show, um, I think in January or February, and he's absolutely fabulous. And he does a lot of the Riverside Radio events. Um, and his music is insane. If you've not checked him out yet, check him out. The song I'm going to play is That's Not Love by Janethan. So... Let's get into it and we will see you next week. Thank you guys. Bye.